What'd I tell you about pitching Wu on the job, boy? Sorry about that, boss. Well, welcome, welcome to the to the podcast of Pitching Woo. Pitching Woo! You got your girl here, Brenea Bree, aka that girl. What? I don't know. We gonna work on that. <laughs> and what's up, everybody? I'm Tia. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm here. What's up? <laughs> Shit. It's podcast time. Everybody, what's that? Look. <laughs> like, how long has it taken us to get to this point? Like, Bro, like, almost, a, like, a year? Almost a year. A year and some change. Gee. Oh, my God. <laughs> a year and some change. Like, I am, I am, I'm, mm. I'm, I can't even, I don't even know what exactly we can really fully attribute that to. Like, just putting <sighs> everything together. Because as you can see. Visually, people that are watching this, the set is just, you know. I mean, it's fresh. It's you this know what I'm saying? Because if it was up to me, we'd just be having some mics, a table, <laughs> and we, we would be recording, you know. But Miss Extra over here was like, no, no. we have to have the aesthetic, yes. the decor, the, the mood. And I was like, do your thing, I guess. So now we're here. I mean, but the thing is, is like we're able to sit here, we comfortable, you know. Yes, what I'm saying? she's got she got us these fucking pillows, bro. Look, like let me tell you something. I'm I'm relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to we had to do a little celebration with oh, some yeah. Red Bull. It's just Red Bull, ain't nothing else. Just a little bit of Red Bull. For all of those who um, cannot see this visually, I, I took a sip. I took a sip. So did I. Yeah. Been, so. been, been sipping for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it took a little bit for the setup, you know, uh, to eventually take on. I think we kind of needed to get rid of our initial nerves. Yeah. Um, if you had read our description of our page, you know, our intent is to pitch the definition of woo, mm. um, to try to get love, affection, exception. <laughs> Um, you know, we're pretty much just asking for you to go ahead and join here with us. Hey, I'm excited. You know, while we trying to figure I'm out. so fucking excited. <laughs> uh, like, this just gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling in my heart. Can I tell you something real quick? Absolutely. So, for all of my spiritual listeners, I guess, mm. um, if you are into that whole type of thing. So, on my way to your house, mm. I saw the numbers 333. Okay. And if you know what 333 means, you mean that that's like your angel in a sense, like trying to communicate to you and tell you that you are loved mm. and what you're doing is right pretty much. And um, if you're feeling powerful in that moment, then that's their way of saying, girl, I support you or boy, I support you, you know? And I was, and I saw that on somebody's license plate while I was driving to your house. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I feel powerful right now. I feel like I'm doing something right. And I was like, okay, it's podcast Friday. What's up? Amen. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, <laughs> the angels are saying, go girl, do your thing. Amen. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So I do want to kind of preface it that, I mean, there is some level of some spiritual you know, kind of connection to a higher being influence with this channel in some way. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not going to come and, you know, berate you with you, berate you with it, but it is definitely a part of just ultimately the message that we're trying to deliver. Yeah. And that is us finding some way and maybe even kind of sharing, mm. you know, our differing or mutual thoughts yeah. on how we're navigating this thing called life. Yeah. Cause I was sitting here trying to think of like, 
what this podcast is going to mean to me and I'm going to like kind of use it as far as like therapy in mm. a way cuz Therapy is expensive, guys, <laughs> and this is free, so I'm going to use this until I'm able to afford a fucking therapist. She ain't um, what? So shit, Larry, this she is my therapy what? session. Let me sit back. Boy, therapy, What's that? <laughs> therapy is expensive. Man. But we will, we will, we, wait, were we talking about that this episode? I don't know. I'm going to be fully transparent. I figure we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it then. Yeah. I mean, forget it, whatever. So yeah. what does, well, I guess, do we have anything else that we want to introduce? Not really. I'm, I'm I'm ready to, I'm just ready to talk. Like I said, I'm excited. I'm ready to get into it. We could do whatever. We could talk about whatever, you know. Straight up. I'm sitting here trying to I figure I want to let out. the people know, like, who we are and just, you know, what we're about pretty much. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, without any question, you mm-hmm. know. Um, well, I guess I mean, that kind of is part of it, is just introducing ourselves. Yeah. How do you, how do you define yourself? My bad, y'all. How do I define myself? That is a tough one because I feel like I've changed mm. like every, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to give it like a specific number, but I, I feel like I'm constantly... Like, I'm not the same person. Like, who I was last week, I'm not that same person this week, if that Absolutely. makes sense. So, I don't really know how to introduce myself because I could be a completely different person the next week. So, I don't really know. Um, but as far as this week, <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm me, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm going with the flow and I'm happy. Absolutely. I'm, I love that. I'm cool. I love I'm that. Good. I love to hear the happy part, absolutely, <laughs> and that you're being yourself. Yeah. Uh, I can definitely tell you that in society, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys can relate, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's just not okay to be you unless it's, you know, the norm. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of go off into, well, what the hell is normal? And there is no such thing as normal. You no. know what I mean? The, so, mm-mm. Don't yeah. never let anybody try to tell you that, oh, my God, I'm normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean... At some point, then, I kind of break it down to it's not necessarily what's normal to people. It's what makes you comfortable. Mm -hmm. And if anything that you do differs from what makes them comfortable, then you're not normal. Mm -hmm. So that's like you're – I I know how I tell you sometimes that, like, there's always that surface emotion. It's like your first emotion that you're going to go to uh, whenever someone has hurt you or whenever someone has said something, like – Anger is typically your surface emotion, but technically below the surface, (laughs) you're probably hurt. You're crying. Like, you're like, how dare you? Like you're taken aback. Mm -hmm. And I feel like normal or whenever people state the word normal on someone who acts different from them or makes them uncomfortable is like the surface word. Like this, just the the blanketed word when Mm -hmm. it actually is, I'm just uncomfortable with you being different from me. And I don't know how to accept that. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like that. No. So, <laughs> I guess to introduce myself, <laughs> I am Brenea. Uh, uh, I am most definitely using this platform as somewhat of a sounding board. You know, I, I feel like I typically overthink and get lost off in my thoughts. Yeah. And if I can create an opportunity you know, outside of my expensive therapy <laughs> <laughs> expensive to, 
share my thoughts and my processes and be able to have other folks kind of relate or, you know, share their viewpoints or their opinions on things. Okay, let's right. do it. And let's do it for free. I liked that part. So. <laughs> for free. <laughs> Ma'am. Yes. Um, but yeah, definitely an overthinker. Um, definitely someone who, uh, I can't say I'm necessarily a people pleaser, but I do prefer for folks to like me. I mean, if you don't, then you don't, but I do prefer for folks to like me. I'm the same way, except yeah. like I care a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I care, I feel like I care too much, but at the same time, I can't stop myself from caring too much because I want people to like me. So what's up guys? <laughs> Please like me. Hence pitch and woo. Pitch and woo. <laughs> 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 There's some mutualness about that. You know, yeah. we we out, we out here seeking some affection. So I'm going to need for y'all to pass it along. You know what I'm saying? Please. Give, give it up. Love. <laughs> I need love and affection. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, shoot. So, I don't know. Anything come directly to mind for you? I do have a question, but I want to make sure I want to see if you had any questions. What's your question? Well, the main thing is, is so then when you think about mental health and mental stability and kind of just making sure that you are good in the mind, Mm -hmm. what comes to mind? What do you think of when you say, when you think of someone who is mentally set, stable, good, and healthy within themselves, what do you think of? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Oh, (laughs) someone who's mentally stable. Yep. I mean, happy, you know. Th- I mean, yeah, happy. I get, I guess, financially happy, you know, your job-wise you're happy, relationship-wise you're happy. But I, I feel like no one is ever really 100% in any of those. Mm. Unless no. they're with their lifelong fucking partner, they're working their dream job, and they're doing what they want to do every day. They're not bound to a schedule that, you know, they're told to do Mm -hmm. pretty much. So Mm -hmm. I guess that would be the euphoric (laughs) mental stability type of thing. I mean, yeah. Is that. But I don't meet very many people that are like that. I mean, it's difficult to be even so because, I mean, if you think about it in the sense of, you are always wanting to grow and learn some and le- grow every day and learn something every day. Like mm-hmm. typically it is not a successful day unless you have learned one new thing. I don't give a flying fart how simple it is Dude, yeah. as long as you have learned one new thing yeah. and that you have, you know, taken some step for growth. Now only thing is, is a lot of folks equate growth in you have to be uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> you have to remain uncomfortable. Yeah. Because the moment that you're comfortable, then you're complacent and you're not growing. You're not learning anything. You're doing the same thing over and over and over. So now you have to figure out what in what arena are you fully happy? Are you fully happy with being complacent? Are you fully happy with being uncomfortable? And either of them can then create some mental instability all in itself. Yeah, because you're used to your surroundings and everything. Right. So you don't really want to change what's going on unless you are comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Which I am not. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> hence the word. <laughs> she has made, has pushed me in so many ways to be uncomfortable to where, like, I'm able to handle certain situations in my life now without having to second guess what I'm doing because I've already done them. Mm. 
than I have the experience in a way to do that. So you need someone to push you is what I'm saying. Yes. You just need a little push, a little, a little nudge. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, the, the thing is, is if you have a circle of friends around you who it's, it can go one of two ways. You have a circle of friends around you who ain't doing nothing. Well, I mean, wait, okay, so sorry. Let me complete my thoughts. You know, the Red Bull's catching up. <laughs> so um, so you're always going to have that one friend, one or two friends, you know, some friends in your group that is not doing anything. Yeah. They're not moving forward. They're not really, you know, impressing you or encouraging you to do much more outside of your box. They're more than likely want to weigh you down and hold you back from doing anything that you're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. Then you'll have that go-getter friend. The one that's pushing and constantly doing new things or traveling and, 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 and you know, switching up careers and, and just taking chances in life. Um, you can't have both in your circle and expect no. for, you know, things. It's going to be, it's contradictory. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's fighting against itself. So now you're creating another space where you're not mentally set because now you're trying to think, you know, I want to appease these people and then take time for yourself and like there's just no focus in yeah. any of that so you got to you got to surround yourself with folks who are going to carry through what you want out of life and mm-hmm. if you're wanting more out of life you need to be around that go getter friend you need to be around that person that's going to push you that's going to piss you off any and every time and every chance they possibly can yeah no she's speaking facts right now cuz she pisses me off constantly so Speaking from personal experience. <laughs> but it's my appeal. <laughs> I understand that it's coming from a place of love, and she just wants the best for me. So, Absolutely. As Daddy says, if I didn't give two flying farts about you, I wouldn't say nothing. Yeah. You know, if I didn't care, I wouldn't say nothing. Yeah. Pretty much. So that's, that's me. <laughs> As you know, my ass ain't going to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll no, you will go ghost. You will. You'll, you'll say something. You'll say something in a way that's like. It's like. <laughs> you'll say something in a way to where you'll have to sit there, and it'll take you some time to digest it. If that makes sense, <laughs> because like the initial reaction, you'll be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. wait a second. <laughs> Was she coming for me just now? Let me, let me. But then you'll realize it's out of a place of love. And you'll be like, all right, I got you now. I got you. Bro, yes. That was, uh, actually, that's actually something that I had discussed in my therapy session just this past week. Mm. And even so much in relationships. And we're jumping all over the place. This is the first episode. (laughs) Follow along, darling. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. (laughs) We will have all of our socials attached down below, whether it's the visual or the podcast. So if you have any questions or any suggestions and how you guys would like for us to structure this, please definitely let us know. Right. But right now, we're doing what we feel. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But something that we did cover in my therapy session, which hit so hard in just relationships in general. I'm so jealous. Is girl look tell me please tell me everything well one of the the, well one of the things that hit really hard for me is the fact that we were kind of going over on sometimes whenever you're delivering your message from you know a a frustration or a place of frustration Mm -hmm. the message may not always be received very well by the other party yeah um typically you'll you'll run into those people and please let us know comment down below and or 
send us some information on our, our Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever it comes down to, you're always going to have that one person in the relationship, whether you are that person or the other one, where you just can't receive constructive criticism. You just, you cannot receive it or they cannot receive it at all. Mm-hmm. And my therapist made the point that if people actually really sat down and thought about who it was coming from, they would know they're not coming for you. Like in the sense of me and my husband, this is your wife in mm-hmm. the sense of for my husband. If he sat and thought, this is my wife, right? she's not coming to tear me down right. or make me lesser or worse of a person. Mm-hmm. She's coming to let me know that, hey, there's something that I have done or have not been doing and this is frustrating her. Yeah, I need to take that constructively, not as if she's attacking me. Mm-hmm. Even if I come with a frustrating tone. Know that it's not coming from an ill place. The moment I stop talking Mm -hmm. is when you need to be concerned. (laughs) Because when I'm done, I'm done. I'm not talking no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not giving you my feelings. I'm not giving you the space to grow to be better to then fully fulfill me. Right. But I feel like someone who, me personally, someone who will be in an argument and you'll tell me all of the things that is bothering you or that is wrong. I, and I, I feel like I'm attacked. I feel like that has something to do with how you handled situations as a kid hmm. because I don't know how to really explain it. Like I know for, well, for me personally, like whenever somebody would come to me and tell me like, oh, you're doing X, Y, and Z, and, you know, this is how you're bothering me, and da-da-da-da-da, and I'm just like, I mean, I'm sorry, like, I'm I'm trying my very best, but, like, this is how I deal with situations because of my past. Mm. And I'm trying to change those ways, but it's kind of hard to break those cycles when you've had to kind of program yourself to deal with certain things. Mm-hmm. So like when you're barking at me saying, oh, you're doing this, oh, you're doing that. And it's just like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me process this for a second. It might take me a little bit, but I'll get there eventually. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I completely understand that. I mean, it's, 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 it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Um, but I, and in my own opinion, I feel like that can come from a couple things. Since one thing you guys will know from me, I'm always going to try to see it from both perspectives. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go one sided or anything unless I feel very strong about stuff. Yeah. And I had in a, in a situation today in which I felt very strong about, but I've had to re-situate myself mm-hmm. <laughs> to figure out how to see both sides. Um, now it's definitely from, from a one or two perspectives, because one thing is, is if that person's coming and telling you all these things, of course, yeah, they can work on their deliverance, but they probably won't cause they're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Can you receive information from that person? Do you truly feel like that person is riding for you yeah. or is it, you know, okay. So then that's when you have to probably work in the way of, and this is the second part, um, which is what I attend, which is cognitive therapy. Mm. And what this is, is it's a practice well, from my interpretation, of course, it's a practice mm-hmm. of actually having physical action, like actual activities that you will put in place for you to then find ways to reprogram your defense mechanism. Like what? Without giving all of the secrets away. So one that I have right now, actually, um, she just gave me the sheet this week. I go every other week, every other <laughs> Thursday. Um, this one is the most relative just in my moment right now is in the moment 
so say I'm the one delivering the message, mm-hmm. right? In the moment that I am frustrated and I am upset and I'm maybe not hearing what I want to hear, I have to find a different way to redirect my emotions, right? Okay. So let's see. Uh, let me pull it up here and I'll put it up on the screen as well for for the visual. The visual so that way people then you guys at can home. kind of read over it and kind of see where I'm coming from with it. But it was really quite helpful. And what it is is the distress tolerance skills for all of those who are only listening. So you can Google that, distress tolerance skills. Mm. And what it is is it's an acronym that spells out accepts. And it starts with activities, contributing, comparisons, emotions, pushing away thoughts and sensations. So say for specifics, you're a type of person that whenever you get upset, your body automatically has a way of just shutting the hell down. <laughs> yeah. You just shut down. You're not connected anymore. You're not hearing anything else you're doing. Sensations suggest that you should either have like a bracelet or a rubber band around your wrist. Mm. So whenever you feel yourself disconnecting, yeah. you, it's, a, it's an actual physical reminder to let you know, reconnect. Mm. Come on back. I like Bring that. it back out. I like that. Yes. Ooh, okay. That's one thing. Yeah. Um, and then I know one more specifically for me is I have to do like the push away method, which is do away with negative thoughts by pushing them out of your mind. Imagine writing your problems on a piece of paper, crumbling up and throwing it away. Refuse to think about the situation until a better time. That's kind of technically what I do, but it just depends on how much time it takes for me to <laughs> come back to it. <laughs> She write it down, crumple it up, burn it. It's gone. Look, look, I don't want to revisit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, the thing is, is this is where it's so saboteur because I don't want to revisit the thought, but I can't come back to you until that situation is resolved. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. So. But in order to resolve it. You got to talk about it. You got to go back. (laughs) You got to go back. Even though it's going to make you feel icky. (laughs) (laughs) You got to go back. (laughs) Oh man, mm-hmm. that's some that's some some stuff right there. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a that's a lot of um, what's going on. And to be honest with you, the main reason as to why I am attending therapy is because I have some very uh, sabotory thoughts and ways about me that really will not allow for me to move forward and be great as a person. Mm. For myself, for relationships, as a parent, just all the whole nine. I'm trying to give myself the space to be able to be a better me, as well as to be a better representation for my kids. Yeah, that's Um, beautiful. I mean, I feel like we've come down to where there's a lot of uh, bad habits that have been passed over to me, at least. I can speak for me, from, you know, dad and then my mom, that I don't want to give to my kids. Yeah, I get that. I think that's one of the things that, like, makes me super anxious about having kids whenever that time finally comes, um, is that I'll pass down my habits and coping mechanisms Mm. to them. Mm. But then again, I'm like, the only reason why I have these habits and coping mechanisms is because of how I was brought up. Um, So you were saying that, of course, you know, you, you didn't want to bring your kids up with what you were being raised on. Just wanted to kind of further elaborate on that. Yeah, so I, um, I, I, I want to have kids. Like I want kids very, very much. Having a family of my own is very, very important to me. 
Um, because I I love kids. I'm in childcare, guys, and it has its things, but I freaking love kids. But what we were talking about was just I don't even remember. <laughs> but um, I don't want my kids. I guess in general, just to be how I was when I was growing up, because I feel like the reason why I I am the way that I am is because of how I was brought up and certain things that I had to go through. So I, I that's what makes me nervous to have children because I don't want them to have to adopt the same methods I guess in a way to survive Mm -hmm. I guess so that way they can grow up and live some type of fucking adult life you don't want them to have to go to therapy exactly (laughs) like I don't want my kids to have to do that but then again like I'm like okay well I mean certain I mean you go through certain things and those things make you who you are Mm -hmm. so I mean maybe they need to be pushed down a few times (laughs) <laughs> I, mean. No, I mean, you know what I mean? No, but like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm I, I want to have a family, but it also terrifies me hmm. because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I see you and your two boys, her two beautiful boys. I love my nephew so much, guys. Like, sometimes I'm like, dang, like, man, like, I want some damn kids. But then I'm like, no, because I need to work through my own fucking demons before I even try to work to even bring another human being into this world. Because I know for damn sure I'm not ready for kids right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because I would would end up, that kid would be in therapy. If I had a kid right now, he or she would end up going into therapy. Just because I'm not happy with myself. Right. So. I mean. I get that. I mean, I I can understand it. I think the main thing is is that you don't know until you're in it. You know what I'm saying? See, and then that's another thing because then it's like, oh, well, fuck it. Just do it. <laughs> just, just fuck it. Just do it. Just have a kid. Right. See what happens. <laughs> Shit. Like, you're already on this fucking emotional roller coaster. Go ahead and just roll the dice. Boom. Have a kid. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of responsibility with it. It's dude, no longer I, for yourself. Dude, I know. Just like I said before, like I'm in childcare and being with kids like ten hours out of a day, and they're not even mine is fucking stressful. And then having to deal with one of my own. Yeah. And I know, I know, freaking God, the Most High, whoever it is you pray to, is going to send me probably. Some type of I don't even know, and I'm gonna be like, who fucking? Where'd you come from? You didn't come from me. Maybe you did because of how you're acting. But goddamn, <laughs> like why? Why? Why are you doing this right now? I don't understand. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a girl. It's, it's a touchy subject, I guess. Because if you would have asked me like two years ago, yeah, bitch, I wanted a family. Like I was ready. Yeah, like I want like I would like what's up. Give me two kids. Give me three. I'm ready to be a mom. I kind of remember now. It's just like, if you don't calm your (laughs) ass down and sit down somewhere. I caught the wind. I'm calm now. Amen. Okay. But. Because it ain't. It's it's worth it, but it's not to rush. I mean, because like, then again, okay. I don't want to talk about children for the whole thing. But then again, like, (laughs) I'll be at work, right? And I'll be like, dude. Right. 
you're going to be an adult one day. <laughs> like, you're going to grow up and be an adult. You could be a doctor. You could be a teacher. You could be a freaking... You could be a freaking manager of fucking Google. I don't know what you're going to turn into, right. mm-hmm. but that's so cool to think about because it's like you don't know what they're going to turn into, but you hope that they're going to turn into something great. Yeah, they could be the, the Ted Bundy as well. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the scary part because you could Please do all no. the best. I mean, you could do all the best you could do, but you could literally be raising a fucking homicidal da- maniac and you don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is the truth. Like, I literally, I came to that realization probably shortly after my eldest, because he's he'll be eleven this year. My eldest, um, he was like like five or six or some stuff like that. And I was watching some show on the the what is it the crime show the the crime two crimes or something. There you go. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, and literally it was just going over you know, the world's most craziest freaking homicidal peoples or whatever. Yeah. And the fact that everyone's story started out from when they were kids. <laughs> and it was just like, dude, no, but you got to watch kids sometimes because you can catch that shit early. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to name names or nothing, but there was, <laughs> <laughs> there was this one fucking kid, like, and a lot of the times, like, if you watch the serial killer shit, like, it'll start with, like, abusing animals, okay? Mm-hmm. There was this one kid mm-hmm. that I was, like, watching mm-hmm. and stuff, like, in childcare, and, like, he would be, like, really fucking mean to animals. And I'm like, how the fuck, how do you correct that? Yeah. Like, I don't. You can't. I mean, you gotta you gotta watch that shit. And if like if you see them hurting an animal, mm-hmm. like freaking, I don't know, push them down in the dirt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you do? Fucking stop! Shit! <laughs> don't do that. Right? There's a fucking animal. No. Dang. <laughs> but you know that's that, that's also scary to think about because you don't know Mm-mm. because like some of the times like these kids like they'll have like a cool like little upbringing and then it's just like. Boom! One day right. they fucking snap, and it's not even every not every serial killer is like raised up. Oh god, this turned a whole <laughs> this turned to something weird. It's okay, let's go. But <laughs> to to surmise, okay, not every serial <laughs> serial killer had a freaking rough ass bringing up, like a, a upbringing. You know what I'm no. saying? It was regular middle of the road suburban <laughs> wonderfulness. Regular degular, <laughs> the regular degular. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it. it it, it all comes full circle in the fact of you have to be good within yourself in order to be influential to other folks in a healthy way. Yeah. And in this this podcast, this channel, We're we are two ladies place, that man. definitely do believe in mental health, yeah, mental awareness, and being just fine with talking about it. You know, there are things that we ain't got too deep off into that I'm happy to share. Yeah. On later episodes and stuff. But, you know, there's just, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. But you you have to be good within yourself. Yeah. In order for you to influence others healthily. (laughs) Whether it's your family, friends, associates, whatever. Yeah. 
Wait, what was funny? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. The, the, the way I said yeah, it made me think of um, Willow Smith whenever they're at the red table. And yeah. she's always like, yeah. She is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn, I hope I don't sound like Willow Smith. Cause, but I, I really feel what she's saying. But the thing is, though, but I understand, though, because even so much as she's sitting there, like she's, she's receiving such a wealth of knowledge between yeah. her mother and her grandmother. It's yeah. just like. Look, I ain't even I ain't even lived enough years. Not saying that's you, but no, I ain't even lived enough years to even. Dude, I don't even know for real, right? Literally. So yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So this was definitely a a wonderful first little episode. It's it's a little all over the place, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But we two chicks sitting here, pitching woo, pitching woo. <laughs> what I tell you about pitching woo on the job? Why? Sorry about that, Mose. Sorry about that, <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points if you know what that's from down in the comments, man. Like, comment. Yeah, and subscribe. Subscribe. Please, man. And all of for our listeners, you know, just on the, you know, the audio, on the on the earwaves, <laughs> definitely please, please be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We'll make sure we'll have that attached with our um, our podcast uploads here, as well as we will have it on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. All information will be shared. So, with uh, that being said, this is this is this is our first podcast. This was the first. <laughs> wow, the Red Bull's getting to me. <laughs> this was a good first episode. We talked about a lot. It was a little all over the place, but I mean, you got to see our personalities in a sense, and yes. I really like that. So, hey, take me as I am, and remember, like I said before, just love me, because I, I care about what you think. Please love me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little affection. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> we have no intros and no outros yet, but we no. will have them. We're so. working on it. Bear with us. Look, this is what we did in a year. in a a year boo in a year well until the next time guys we will catch up with you all uploads will be on Thursdays every week Um, uh, we are definitely pre-recording and we will have some live episodes coming up but once we have those we'll send out updates and all that whatever whatnot. just be sure to subscribe to all our social medias Mm -hmm. later bye See you later. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much. Oh my God. You should not have. Oh God. <laughs> yeah.